Well, you're probably the finest policewoman I've ever known. Thank you, sir. You're right, and your plan is right. Josie and I know those other girls are bound to know where the diamonds are. Of course they do. So, if we put you in prison, you escape with the Nardo girls, you'll know where the diamonds are. I don't want to kill you. I got my gun. Mine too. The diamonds! And I'm Steve. And this is her cringe fest. <laughs> this episode is going to be about swamp women. Not what you think. Well, it was, it was what I thought. But you were expecting at least female green females with and... gills and webbed fingers and I mean they were green with envy. Ooh. Yes, they were. They were all after sexy, sexy Mike Connors. Yeah. How you doing, Steve? I'm great. I'm great. It's been an okay week. That's okay. <laughs> it's It's been one of those weeks where it's like, oh, that's right. This is a three-day weekend. <laughs> and then I have a fucking work dream. And I'm like, really? Really? I have three days off. I've spent two days doing my lawn because I misjudged the brand new electric lawnmower. Yeah. Do that in your do that in your electric car sometimes. That's a real thrill. I'm pretty sure they have safeguards to go, hey, you've got 20 miles until you did come on, it has to go ding. Well, if you pay attention, there's a little, you know, pseudo gas gauge, but it's not like I mean, it, it's it's a little fr- it's a little frightening. But I like it's it's weird because you have the lawnmower sounds because of the blades. Uh-huh. But you just, mm. <laughs> so you're like, so you're like you feel gotta, like you're half mowing and half like vacuuming your yard, <laughs> like a spaceship. So yeah, I learned the difference between setting one, two, and three. So okay. I think if I keep it at nice level two, it's it's not too short and it won't kill the battery. But then I gotta weed whacker of the same battery type so i can just interchange them. yeah there you, now you're now you've got that problem solved yeah yeah you can't just do that with a car <laughs> <laughs> no no you can't but in fact right. you if we have a electric car we have to take it to the dealership for them to unhook it then we have to bring it back to the shop fix it and then send it back to the dealership to get the the thing hooked back on and then people complain about their stereo system being all changed i'm like you're the one who wanted an electronic car <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it's it's scary i mean uh, uh, even the, even the dealer when i bought mine said you know it's it, it's Volkswagen so it's they sell internal combustion engines and electric cars and and the, the the salesman told me when you bring it in, make sure 
that the service department assigns it to somebody who's certified in the high voltage electronics or, or yeah. not electronics, the propulsion system. This is very high voltage and very lethal. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he says, we're trying to be really, really careful. But, you know, if the wrong person starts poking around, they could kill themselves. But so speaking of to... shocking. <laughs> <laughs> but compared to the little, what is it, 100cc motor that they had on this stupid little boat? What kind of engine did they have oh, on the it boat? Was a, it was a, a, a six and a half horsepower Johnson outboard motor. This is why I love having you around on a on a uh, uh, a little John boat. Yeah, and they put like six people in the boat, and yeah, um, they had to have somebody under that stupid boat holding it up. <laughs> oh, well, here's something funny I learned. Um, the the swamp water changes color twice. Goes from. Brown to blue to brown. Every time it's blue, it's the stage. Every time it's brown, it's actually swamp. Oh. So they actually switch it out. I wish the movie was in color. (laughs) We could have seen that. (laughs) I know. That was actually one of those things. I was like, do I make trivial trivia out of this? Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like, and you can see this change. Or like when they're doing... Spoiler, of course, they're in the swamp, so there's going to be a crocodile scene. You can actually women, see yeah. the side of the Allig- alligators. Just to be- yeah, right. It says crocodile on the on the trivia. Really? Well, those are alligators. Well, that's because these people don't even know the difference between blue and Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, why don't you give us the breakdown of this? Oh, boy. Okay, let's see. What was your? Oh what no, was, you're right. It's alligator. I'm sorry. What, what what was your your uh, ten words or less description? Um, people. Uh, oh, nine main actors. Six of them playing a swamp. Six of them playing a swamp. Yeah, mine was like, uh, uh, what? Women escape from prison and go for a boat ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's about it, truthfully. So. Let's see. Did the overview of the movie? Some women are in prison because they stole some diamonds. Uh, a uh, police lieutenant woman is uh, uh, introduced it's- to their cell block to infiltrate their their scheming. All all uh, housed in the same cell. That was I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, well, you if know. you know that they're part of a gang, why do you put them in the same right. cell? Right. They break out with the help of the of the uh, undercover cop. Thank you, lieutenant. undercover, undercover lieutenant Hammond. Let's see. Well, I won't go into all the detail, but they they end up in the, the, the they buried all these diamonds in the swamp somewhere. They get they uh, they get a boat. Boat's got a hole in it. But a tour boat comes by, a swamp tour boat. They shoot those people. No, they shoot the, the driver. Yeah, well, they shoot. Kidnap the other two people. The driver. Then, ha- the, yeah, the operator and the, of the and boat then the, happens to die. Yeah. And then the boat was too many people, so they had to kill somebody else off. So, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they, it's a, a <laughs> nice, sweet couple going to this tour in the swamp in this really, really, really tiny boat. And, yeah, they kill off. Uh, the guy's girlfriend. Well, she drowns, but yeah. You 
Well, but they made it happen. The the act the, the, the director made a choice. It was a choice. It was a choice to lose her. Uh, yeah. Uh, they float around in the swamp a lot. There's a lot of driving around in the stupid swamp. They say with, it's like 15 miles and it takes what they had three camp nights. I think it was three days. Yeah. And they did the uh, the Night of the Weird Rooster trick where they have, you know, like one little bag and they get to shore and they open it up and they've got cast iron pots and sleeping bags. And oh, my God, they, had, they just had all. Yeah, plenty of food, all this stuff. It's when they it's when they erected the tripod and hung the 30-pound cast iron pot on it to make some stew or something. Giant ladles, like... (laughs) Yeah, right, right. They've got all this chuck wagon gear, you know? It's like they're feeding feeding the wagon train. (laughs) I still... I I understand why they cut that out of Blazing Saddles for for TV, kind of. (laughs) But come on, that's one of the best scenes in Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Have you seen that there, there's a meme floating around that's a Blazing Saddles 2022 and it's the, the introduction, you know, the song and the, the big Blazing Saddles logo comes up and then it says the end. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we can't get away with there's nothing anything else they can do. Right, right. So, so these characters, one, you have to really pay attention to the hairstyles because everybody's black and white. Um, Josie is the one that looks like Betty haircut out of the Archie comics. Then you have the, what I can only assume is a red head because she's got curly, darker hair. And then you got the red or the blonde, lighter gray, uh, curly, short haired. And then you've got the Lieutenant who has dark hair. So they're covering all their hair color bases in black and white. In black and white. So the 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 girl with the with the short curly hair looks like uh, Ruth from Ozark. If you've mm-hmm. seen, yeah, if yeah, you've you seen Ozark, the picture, yeah. she's the same attitude. She looks like a yeah. She looks like maybe her great grandmother. Yeah, it's just it, it. I was questioning a lot of moments just because I just. I, I had so many moments where it's like, who's that person's name? I just started calling them names or, or color, calling them like their hair colors because. <laughs> yeah. So, so the girlfriend isn't even mentioned in the top cast. And I guess the girlfriend's name was Marie. I only found that in some kind of the quotes, but so, you have. Yeah. They meet this- it. They meet at Mardi Gras. They interject. Typical Roger Corman oh fashion. He interjects a lot of amount, a lot of stock uh, footage, stock footage, and then they 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 have this little fling, and they're going to go out the next day and go in the swamp, and then she gets she drowns. He gets over it though. Uh, I mean, yeah, the amount of test uh, the the estrogen versus testosterone. Like, <laughs> Josie is the only one. The leader of the pack is the only one who's not <laughs> giving into this constantly guy's- in heat. Yeah. Call it like it is, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. This is such a typical 1950s drive-in movie. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, it's women in prison, 
bad girls. Uh, yeah, the bad you know, girls. The bad girls. Uh, they're hot for men because they're for, yeah, bad. Exactly, right. It just plays up every one of those tropes. I was reading then, a little bit about how this, uh, this movie was the backstory on this movie. One one thing I found that was really interesting that the the, uh, the movie was financed by uh, what are they? What was their name? The Woolner Brothers. Okay, so Roger Corman, he's a, a, a notorious cheapskate. He wants to make this movie. He goes on a on a tour of drive-in movies, drive-in movie theaters. To so he can ha- he can use it as a tax write-off. Probably, but just no, <laughs> to solicit investors for the movie. And and these guys end up the Walner brothers. They own some drive-in theaters in Louisiana, and they uh, they end up financing the movie and, and, and financed some more movies of his and eventually started their own production company later on. <laughs> Do you know how many days it took them to film this movie? Well, there's some argument there. It's either 10 or 22. It depends. I on heard 22. I read 22. There's one source that said 10. Um, but yeah, if you uh, heard 22, either way, creatures. Either way, it's very fast. It, it shows. It's very, very, very fast. What was the woman's name that played the uh, the uh, 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 oh come on the the uh, the undercover cop? Carol Matthews. Okay, I think it was an interview with her. She talks about the again Roger Corman being an incredible cheapskate. He he rented an abandoned hotel in Louisiana in the swamp, and the and the cast and crew stayed in this hotel. It had. It had running water, but only cold. The the uh, uh, one of the guys that was a, a production assistant on the movie that went on to work with Roger Corman for another like thirty years talked about you know his job was to ferry in buckets of hot water so the women could bathe. You know, <laughs> it just yeah, it just just in, incredibly cheap. It. But he made six hundred movies for God's sakes. And, and yeah, no, and most of these characters years old. He's ninety six years old. He's still alive, and he hasn't made a movie for a few years, but he's still active. You know. Yeah, no, a lot of these actor actresses are are character actresses. Marie Windsor, Beverly Garland, Susan Cummings did about fifty five. Carol Matthews did like ninety seven. All the other ones have a hundred plus. Jill Jarman is is got. You know, I, I think she's actually the cutest. She's got the she's got the the dark. She's the the uh, the um, brunette. Um, she only did thirty eight. She did the least amount of characters out of all of the women. Yeah. Um, you, you, you look up uh, if you look at their profiles. They were in every oh yeah dramatic uh, television series in the sixties. Every cop murder show, she wrote bonanza. Every- Right. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I was just telling you right before the. What's right, the? Uh, right before we we started talking, the uh, Beverly Garland. Uh, she made what you told me five or six Roger Corman movies, but yeah. when this movie was released as a double bill, you know, which is what they used to do at the drive-ins, you know, two movies. And she was in both movies. She's like started both movies. One of the one of the my my favorite reviews of this movie is the person's like when I found out Mary 
Marie Windsor and Beverly Garland were in the same movie together, I had to watch it. <laughs> um, you know, and it's it's interesting because in the background you have a couple of of police vehicles. Here's one of the things that I don't get. I get that the the sergeant is part of the cast. Charlie the pickpocket is uh-huh. billed as top cast, and he is in like two scenes. Like made absolutely no sense to me as to, to why the hell. So he's got he's got forty one credits. He's not somebody like super crazy, but maybe just, maybe, it, maybe it was al- alphabet. So um, the male lead was uh, what Mike Connors, right? Which Mike is Connors funny. Was, yeah, yeah we, I didn't recognize him in the movie. Well, I should have. But, and that's but we were the thing both I thought saying, was so funny. Yeah. Is like from one angle, he looks like Clark Gable. From yeah. another angle, he looks like somebody else. And and they don't. I, I think we finally said th- this guy, whoever he is, is the stereotypical handsome man, 1956 version. 100%. Ken yeah, Doll. Yeah, yeah. In the role of handsome man. And what's so. funny is he's like, he, he automatically tries to go, I know there's something different about you. And it's like, oh my God, but you just, it's like, okay, you're trying to remind us that she's an undercover cop because every now and then there's a cutaway scene from the police going, don't get too close. Yeah, the, 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 that was the other thing. The police are following them all this long journey all through the swamp. They're like being, they're, they're under surveillance the whole time. Yeah. They're, they're trying to figure out where they buried the diamonds, right? So they, you know. Well, yeah. And the fact, that, just... the fact that they only drowned one civilian in the process. You know? Well, shot one civilian. A shot one around. drowned. I mean, yeah, yeah, six and one half dozen in the bayou. Yeah, right, right. Alligator food. So, so, what's, so what really drives me batshit cra- uh, crazy on this is the fucking Kentucky math. They have half a million dollars worth of diamonds or a million dollars worth of diamonds. And they have a fence that will give them 200,000. That's 50,000 a piece. Oh my fucking God. Really? Maybe you should get a better fence. Well, I mean, the guy's got overhead, you know, you've watched enough pawn stars to know you, you, you got to advertise it. Rick tells you this every, every episode. Yeah, maybe it's worth a million dollars, but I got overhead. I got to advertise it. I got to buy candy bars for Chum Lee. I got all this stuff. I, I got never watched Pawn Stars. Oh well, you know they got they got those 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 fences have their overhead. You know, so well, it's just like I get it. If you're if you're trying to move a whole bunch of cut diamonds immediately, yeah. But it's like, have you no like? <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the Kentucky math was a little annoying for me, but whatever, it's a movie. Like, it just, it it followed such a tropic circle down the drain that it was like, oh my God, could somebody just kill somebody else right now? Because the green-eyed monster gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you add testosterone into the mix, and everybody wants a little that except for Josie. Yeah, it is completely typical of every, like I said, every drive-in movie from, from uh, you know, that, that period. 
Well, they treated the women. The the nice thing is the lieutenant was treated very nicely mm, and was yeah. given her her dues and stuff like that. Like the, the other guy just acknowledged all of her accomplishments. Good for you, yeah. women. Oh, and can I just say, if you have jeans on in the, the swamp, don't cut them off. <laughs> that, there's the drinking game for this for this movie. Every How many stupid things can they come from? Don't do that. No, every, every time they 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 the escaped convict women shorten their clothing or change their clothing. Same mention their nails. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, if you took a shot every time they take another quarter of an inch off their or no nah, three inches off their off their pants. And, it's and, just, and they end up with like I don't know, proto beyond, hot yeah they're, yeah, they're beyond Daisy Dukes at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're in the freaking swamp with, at least they're, they're, I guess they were a lot of the time, but they're in the swamp with, with mosquitoes and bugs and snakes, snakes and leeches and, and all that stuff. And yeah, their legs just keep getting longer and longer and longer. <laughs> it It is that moment where you're like, and then you're watching the the camping scenes now they have blankets by the way so not oh yeah the first scene they have a tent the first night they have a tent yeah the tent in the background but nobody sleeps in the tent and then the last night they're all sleeping under the stars and they're such heavy sleepers that what's your bucket gets to go and steal everybody's gun the role of what's her bucket was played by oh my gosh there's so many what's her buckets <laughs> i'm sorry I'm, I'm 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 that's gonna be a new word i'm gonna use what's her bucket i just they're it's just they just they are so stereotypical that they have just a short little background and a short little blurb of what they want to do with their money and the rest of it's all catfighting yeah, I mean, in in their getaway car, the 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 fighting starts there, right? Yeah. The, the little, yeah, hissing and things. It's mainly Billy hates the the lieutenant, and then Marie just kind of is in her own little world. And I, I just, it's okay, Stacy. They just kind of blur personality wise. <laughs> Uh, I forgot to look it up, but there is an episode of the Andy Griffith show that is almost the same plot as this. Three women escape from from a prison. They end up on the lake. They they move into some abandoned cabin on the lake, and then uh, Barney Fife goes out to arrest them, and and one of them falls in love with Barney. It's almost the same plot without alligators and stuff. Susan Cummings, Marie, Marie's the girlfriend. I apologize. She is actually yeah. listed on the top cast. Yeah. But you have Josie, Vera, and Billy are the, the three. Um, mob girl, the mob. mob girl. Yeah. So you got Billy's the brunette, um, Vera's the blonde, and Josie's the other blonde. The other blonde. <laughs> and, and then you have the lieutenant who who is just. She doesn't she doesn't egg anyone on. She's just very non-confrontational, but she has everything. She has the gun, she has the car, she has all this other stuff. And she gets the guy at the end. Mm. Well. So this movie's out there on 
YouTube for free. You can and Amazon YouTube. Prime for free. You can, yeah, you can watch it anytime if you're a it's, Prime subscriber. It's um, from, what is it? 1956. 56, that's right. Yeah. 1956. So we forgot to mention Cringers. One of our favorite parts about the end of The Beast of Yucca Flats, unlike this movie, ends in a soft, touching moment where the bunny comes into scene, completely unscripted, just wild rabbit. Hoppa, 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 hoppa. And Tor Johnson's character, the beast, just grabs it and cuddles it. Not like this ending of this movie where I just wanted to shoot everybody. <laughs> well, we also, last, we also found that that, that that Tor Johnson picking up the rabbit and hugging it was completely unscripted, right? It was just a. It was a, like a Frankenstein's monster. Something soft he did. Moment. Yeah. So oh, was, Bonnie. Come here, Bonnie. Yeah. So he kept that. The ending of this one was flat. The police show up after she kicks everybody's butt. You know, she saves the guy. Guy holds her hand. Doesn't police one person, one of them, fall out of a tree to her death? Um, I think it was, I think it was um, Billy. I think okay. Billy was the one who um, decided that she was going to run off with them. Maybe it was Vera. It doesn't really matter. One of no, them falls think, out of I the street. I think tree. Billy. So anyway, somebody decided to take the guns and take the money or take the diamonds. And then they try to distract that person by screaming at different points. And then the Lee Hampton has to get the the survive the two survivors down on the ground incapacitated and then the cops show up because of course they couldn't show up before that <laughs> yeah so it was nice it was like hi you know um oh, I, uh, I, I, I loved it uh went back the night after we watched or the night we watched this there is a really great documentary I think it came out in 2019, 2017, about Roger Corman. It's called uh, Corman's World, Exploits of a Hollywood Rebel. And I, I learned so much watching that. The First off, the interviews with him, he's the sweetest little Mr. Rogers looking guy. And, and, and you, you know, you read these stories like, okay, he put his actors up in an abandoned hotel with no hot water because he was cheap, but he doesn't come off that way. He just comes off as a really sweet guy. But one of the things they mentioned in, the, in this documentary are the people that start, got their career start working for him, making shitty movies. Would you like to hear just a short list? I mean, it, 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 it'll, yeah, yeah, go ahead. It'll blow you away. Okay. Directors. Okay. Francis Ford Coppola. Ron Howard, Martin Scorsese, oh, wow. Peter Bogdanovich, James Cameron. These guys all started making crap movies for him. And the and the uh, some of, some of the actors that that he gave their first break to, Peter Fonda, Jack Nicholson, Dennis Hopper, uh, Bruce Dern, Sylvester Stallone, William Shatner. I mean. <laughs> Uh, all these, all the uh, Diane Ladd, I think that was another one. Uh, all these, all these people that went on to have these amazing careers got their start. And, and 
they interview uh, Ron Howard a lot in this in this uh, this documentary, and uh-huh. he, he 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 has so much love for this guy, in 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 that he never expected he expected Ron Howard to go do big things. He yeah. didn't expect him to work for him all his life. He he understood this was a training ground. Well, that's you what know. a good mentor does to to their mentees. Is a good mentor is like you better not be with me for everywhere. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I get that, but but also to say I'm not going to give you the opportunity to ever make the movie you want to make because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cheap ass bastard and I make these crappy things and, and chunk them out. Six hundred of these movies so far, you know mm. since uh, what like. I can't. I, I think it was 1952 or something like that when he first started making movies. But 96 years old. He and Dick Van Dyke are the same age. <laughs> Maybe they go to the same gym. Have you seen the pictures of J- Dick Van Dyke at the gym? He's 96 no. years old. He goes to the gym. He's like killing it at the gym. <laughs> wow, that's insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you if you're if you've got nothing else to do. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of sweet. The picture, you know, the TMZ or whatever picture I saw of him said he had a T-shirt on that said a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> That's sweet. You know, he like he basically told Disney that he would pay to be in the new one. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, oh, I want to be in the, the newest Mary Poppins. I will pay you. <laughs> It, it is part of his life, though. That franchise is a huge part of his life. He had, what, four different characters in that movie? Really? He had the banker, the chimney sweep. Um, I haven't had... seen it since I was six, and that was a long time ago. Maybe it was just the two. I could have sworn he had another one somewhere, but I think maybe he just had another. Oh, and he was the weird little old man that, that flew out the window laughing. Oh, so at least those three characters were him. Wow. Well, so we're going to have to find, surely, sometime in his long career, Dick Van Dyke's made a really, really embarrassingly awful movie. We're going to have to find that. All we have to do is find any, uh, you know, any interview. They're always going to say, what was your favorite movie? What was the least favorite <laughs> movie? All we have to do is find two interviews. And if they have the same movie, yeah, we have to watch right. that one. Unless it's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I'm not watching that shit again. I have already seen it. Yeah. Okay. So shall we, uh, do you think we've... we've uh, Beaten the alligator to death? Yes, beaten we've beaten the alligator. the alligator to death. Thank you. There was, there was, uh, oh yeah, I, I did read about that. There, there was one alligator that was used in the filming of the movie. His mouth was was wired shut. And there was one rattlesnake. And he was also taped shut. But it was a real rattlesnake. Yeah, but when you say it's a water moccasin. Yeah, it was a rattlesnake. And it rattles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was. I don't I don't think rattlesnakes live in the swamp. I, 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 they're desert. I could yeah. be wrong. But yeah, yeah, that, I that mean, was. I get it. You're going for a dramatic effect. And not everybody knows the difference between a water moccasin and a rattlesnake. I, I, Come I, on, it, people. I hate to I hate to keep going back because we've kind of already covered it. But the other scene in this movie that I absolutely loved, you pointed out in your your review, is when they're on this island in the swamp in the oh. bio, <laughs> and there's like a dust cloud, 
there's they're like kicking a, up dust when like they're a fighting. Dust, a dust devil that kicks up. Really? I've never heard of a dusty swamp. <laughs> but there's that, rattlesnakes. That must have so been when the water was blue. Yeah, yeah, probably so. And they, <laughs> they had the rattlesnakes there, which would make more sense. All right, Stacy, I think we should go to bed. What do you think? I think I think we should. This uh yeah, so hmm, I'm gonna I'm I'm curious to see what we're gonna watch next because boy howdy, man. I've taken you down a couple real rat holes lately. Next movie's yours. They're all rat holes. <laughs> literally what we look for definitely definitely one that that uh has been known for its its ratings and um we were glad to have watched it once okay i'd like you right you're you're good enough to watch this movie and say i hate it i have to go watch the documentary around about the director (laughs) (laughs) you you do like your deep dives i do I, i i do i do i do yeah. I do some basic it's a, it's a, basic IMBD Wikipedia bullshit and <laughs> you are oh it's a Yamaha blah 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 blah. Oh this car is a blah 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. I hated this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this I, I is like it. the difference between uh, <laughs> what we pay attention in, in our worlds or like <laughs> you're all about the transportation. I'm all about what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> And and I, I also like to dig into why did this happen? Why did this movie get made? You know, well, in this case, he's making fodder for drive-ins. Two brothers that own a bunch of drive-in theaters pay him to go make crap movies to show at their drive-in. That all, that all makes sense to me, you know. But not knowing that, I would have thought, oh, my God, you know, somebody got paid to do this. People got, you know. I do that with carpet. Like I go when I went to Vegas and I looked at some of the carpet and some of the hotels and casinos. You're like, someone got paid for this. You, you know you the thing. You know it? the thing about Vegas carpet, right? Why it looks that way? It's to keep you from looking down. They're trying to engage introverts. You, if you look down, you're going to get sick to your stomach walking through a, a casino with those carpets. Mm-hmm. So they're they're trying to make it uncomfortable for you to not. Look up, make eye contact, see what's going on, and all the excitement in the casino. Huh? Yeah, well, you know, makes sense. You get you get to know these things when you're a grandfather, and you go to Vegas a lot. Well, yeah, too much. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no. On that note. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Good night, Stacy. Okay, cringers. Until the next time, don't hesitate. Or sorry, Stacy is tired. I am tired. Uh, whew, okay, Cringe, you can cut that out. Please cut that out. Just, uh, I don't cut out anything. I know, I know. Okay, Cringers, until the next time, keep that algorithm guessing and never be afraid of clicking on that movie and seeing where it takes you. Like this one. <laughs> this is Stacy. <laughs> and I'm Steve. Good night, children. Uh, we love you. Bye. Hopefully I won't have another work dream. Okay. All right. Good night, everybody.